Now, last Thursday, a fire broke out at an eight-storey sports complex in Jecheon, Chungcheong province, killing 29 people, injuring at least 29 others. Many have been questioning the damage, asking whether it could have been significantly reduced on a number of grounds, both the uh, the grounds of actions that have been might have been taken before the fire itself um, and uh, actions that might have been taken directly in response to the blaze. Uh, let's get into the editorials in a moment. First, uh, an overview of what we know so far with Yusu Sun of the Korea Times. Good morning. Morning. So please do um, give us an overview. Um, firstly, with the, the building itself, the causes of this fire. Right. So the main causes that uh, have been cited um, in the newspapers, first of all, um, are the problems with the building itself. Um, for example, the material used for the building is called this uh, called drivet, and it is cheap and highly inflammable um, finishing material. Um, and it also releases a lot of toxic gases into the atmosphere. And um, it's uh, cited to have increased the damage of the fire. And also structure of the building um, was also susceptible to fires. Also, um, the second reason is that the building owner and the manager did not really follow the rules um, because there were insufficient emergency exits. They didn't re- they didn't have knowledge of um, where they were, and sprinklers did not function. Um, and also, um, parked cars uh, illegally parked cars were another um, source of uh, this tragic incident. And post Sewol ferry disaster, we always ask these questions about how prepared we are to avoid completely needless tragedies. Um, And and so many different problems have been brought to light, drawing on what you've already described. Let's get straight to the editorials. Right. So overall, newspapers emphasize some of these causes and underplayed others to support their arguments. Um, And um, as you mentioned, this tragedy has been linked um, with uh, many incidents, um, including uh, the civil tragedy, of course, as well as um, a fire that erupted three years ago at an apartment in Ujongbu, Gyeonggi province. Um, because this building also compl- contained flammable material and was constructed in a similar style as well. I think, Susan, sometimes this can be summed up by the, um, the, the idea that many people are susceptible to, that, well, a fire won't happen here. We've just got to do what we need to do to get this uh, building and this business in operation. I've seen it myself through people I know when, when they're setting up businesses, trying to get around... The, the requirements for emergency exits. And, and when they're having that conversation, you know, they're never imagining that they're ever going to need them. And right. most people don't need them. But right. but when you do need them, these questions will come to light. So the Chungang Ilbo uh, focuses on s- systematic failures. Right. Chungang Ilbo, as you said, said um, that the greater problem is a system in which people have tried to save a little money and a little effort um, here and there, and has uh, this has resulted in a huge greater damage. Um, it said um, the Jungang Ilbo um, mostly raised an issue with institutional um, systematic failures that have led to this tragedy. The more we find out about what happened, said uh, we can't help to think if the fire was actually big enough to take so many lives away. Um, for example, fire inspections um, have not there done their part. Um, It was actually conducted three weeks prior to the accident. Um, And um, the inspections pointed to actually 67 items that need um, repairing. Um, But uh, the problem was that the women's public bath was not subject to this inspection because the people who conducted it were all men. And, Which is unbelievable. Right. And this prohibited them from spotting out the problems, such as uh, the blocked emergency exit, the narrow emer- emergency exit um, hall, 
And most people who died in the accidents uh, were using the women's uh, public bath at the t- time of the fire as well. Um, the problem, um, the Zhuang Yenbo points out, stems from the way these inspections are carried out. Um, it's being done by the organizations picked out by the building owner or by an employee there with a license. And also there's a problem with the process, I said, um, as from the moment the results come out and gets reported to the fire department, it takes about a month until the fire department's authorities conduct on-site inspection. And so although three weeks before the fire inspection, results showed that there were problems with sprinklers, emergency alarms, and smoke detectors, these were not adequately, adequately addressed. What do we find in the mail business newspaper on this? <clears throat> Excuse me. So mail business newspaper said um, the cause are both our old habits and the illegal activities stemming from our oblivion of um, safety issues, I said. It also made a direct comparison with the Sewer um, Ferry tragedy. Um, it said after the Sewer Ferry tragedy, safety was upheld as uh, our top priority, and yet not much has changed, leading to many lives um, to be lost. Um, we still do not address problems until an irreversible incident occurs, it said. Safety regulations failed, emergency alarm not going off, um, the exit was blocked by shelves, and no one knew how to uh, escape or respond to the uh, fire. Inadequate safety checks, such as um, illegal parking, caused about a 30 minutes delay in the operations. Um, and it uh, finally called for a revolutionary change to the institutions as well as the people's minds um, considering um, emergencies. Right. It's been a consistent problem. I think around the world, we're all susceptible to this as well, that you you see a tragedy occur and then you deal with that particular problem, that particular industry. But we need to have a mindset that transcends industries and certain products and certain services. Let's... um, leave that there for now because we're going to continue to have that topic i'm sure in 2018 hopefully without any more tragedies but to our next topic uh the political standoff between parties regarding constitutional reform or a complete revision actually has led the plenary session to be cancelled delaying a vote on pending bills until next year some of these bills vital to our livelihood apparently so tell us a bit about the issue at hand first of all and the implications Right. So the political parties have been divided over when to hold the public referendum on the constitutional revision. Um, The ruling Democratic Party of Korea um, has been seeking an agreement on this bill um, by February, and um, it wants to hold a referendum along with the local elections on June 13th. The main opposition, Liberty Korea Party, however, said um, the ruling party's move is hasty and um, rejected uh, the proposal to set a deadline. And this has delayed the opening of a plenary session um, for December, which means that many of the pending bills, including actually uh, related to the fire um, emergency, will not be passed until next year, as well as um, the appointment of the chairman of the Board of Audits and Inspection and uh, the Supreme Court Justice. And the lawmakers are being criticised for failing to pass a single bill in December's plenary session. Right. So Han Gilbo, um, uh, for example, said the constitutional revision and pending bills are not related and should not be related and pointed to the gravity of the situation. Um, so 32 bills on welfare and safety have been put on hold as well as the motion to uh, for appointments. Um, it mainly criticized the main opposition, Liberty Korea Party, for cancelling um, this parliamentary session. Um, 
And it uh, points out that the parliamentary session was automatically extended to January 9th. Um, and this bought some time for the National Assembly, but things are not looking so bright, it said, as the ruling party um, has stated it will push for a meeting to pass the bills first um, while putting the constitutional revision on hold. But the main opposition, Liberty Korea Party, is opposed to this. Um, it said that uh, Liberty Korea Party should take responsibility for this delay in this uh, plenary session and criticized the party for trying to delay the public referendum as well. Um, overall, it said the two issues should be handled separately and the pending bills and appointment uh, should come first. We also have the Dong Elbo reflecting on the chasm that exists between political viewpoints here. Right. It um, especially said the distrust between these two parties are so deep that it is preventing them from engaging in effective and productive conversation. Um, it focused on what the two parties um, were suggesting. The ruling Democratic Party um, and the presidential want, uh, office, uh, Chong Wade, wants to have a referendum on the revision with the local elections. Um, but I said that it's, um, it is not a realistic or a practical p- proposal. And as for the uh, opposition Liberty Korea Party, it raised an issue with its attitude of um, just opposing um, the main ruling party. And it finally called um, for the need for a revision of the constitution, um, as the last revision was made in 1987. And under under this, um, we have seen all six former presidents in the last 30 years lose much of the authority by the middle of their terms and fall into this uh, lame duck situation. It called on both parties to come to the table for productive discussion about the issue and um, go away from the energy-consuming arguments. Yes, energy consumption, <laughs> both literally and, uh, and figuratively, uh, a major issue for this country. For now, with uh, two very different issues and very different views surrounding them, Yusuf San of the Career Times. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.